Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The postgame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Final score from Calgary, the Bombers 19, the Stampeders 18, the Bombers moving to 8-2 and two on the season. Doug, my Fitbit says uh, 75 for Your my heart rate. rate spiked. That sounds like total nonsense because third and two from their own 17-yard line, the Bombers go for it with Dakota Prukop. To add some context, Prukop had a couple plays that went real bad, including a fumble. He didn't have a handle on the football tonight at all, right? He didn't have the the mechanisms of the offensive plays. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't a sure thing in any way, shape, or form. I mean, he, he'd been getting good surges, right? But he just hadn't been able to get a handle on the ball. His ball security wasn't there tonight, so... If that they, was high risk, high reward, right? If they don't get that that play, they lose. They got it. They win. If they had to punt, Tommy Lee Lewis was a wrecking ball yeah. in returns, and he had a huge reception. So punting wasn't a great option there. You have to trust that your offensive line and your short yardage quarterback will get it, and they did. And the Bombers, I don't know, do they – I want to say escape with a 1918 win, but Calgary wasn't very good either. So well, I think outside of the hype about Drew Brown in the grand scheme of things, anytime you get a win with your backup quarterback in the game, you couldn't be happier. You take it and you're and you're laughing, right? You, you get out of town, you steal it, right? There's no way, you know, from an experience and and uh, you know CFL accomplishment uh, scenario. Drew Brown shouldn't be beating Jake Mayer in a in a quarterbacking duel, and that's that's what happened tonight, right? He might not have outplayed, but well, his team beat his team beat the Calgary Stampeders. So, I, I your starter, your all-world franchise MVP is injured, and you get two points. I think that's the big picture here for this game. Calgary Stampeders are going to be kicking themselves on oh. this one. Uh, if they had some guys that could catch the football. If their receivers could catch the football. They would have won this game. If their defenders could catch the football. Yeah, if, if they could intercept. Yeah, if they had one DeMario, DeMario Houston play, they would have won this game as well. Trey Roberson dropped a sure interception that he would have made for a big return. Uh, it would have been tough, but uh, the safety, I'm losing his name, Brandon Dozier, had one where he might have been able to take it away, trying to get to the end zone. Luther Akanavanu was wide open on the five-yard line after everybody cleared out. He would have walked into the end zone, dropped it. Drop, 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 and Calgary's kicking themselves. The Bombers escape with the 1918 win, moving to 8-2 and two on the season. You love to see it that way. Let's do the final numbers. Brought to you by JML Renovations. They don't just build the garage. They build your garage. Visit jmlrenovations.com. 17-27 for Drew Brown, 171 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, minimum one dropped interception. How do we feel about Brown's performance in this oh, He certainly came back down to earth, right? He, he looked like a guy that, you know, played the kind of football game you would expect for a guy of his experience. So uh, they game planned him. Um, you know, they limited the, the, the big play strikes down the field. I think that's where he really got frustrated, right? His inability. He didn't have the patience or, or the uh, ability to string together a number of shorter yardage passing plays to consistently move the chains and sticks, right? When they were aided earlier in the game by the running of Brady Oliveira, I think that made it easier for Drew Brown. But, uh, you know, they were going to force him to throw the ball underneath and he couldn't do it consistently enough to be uh, to put the offense in uh, in uh, a- a effective uh, scoring position uh, enough. Opening drive of the game, 10 plays and 55 yards. That was their best drive of the game, both in terms of the number of plays and the number of yards achieved. It ended in a field goal. I mean, the drive of the game might have been the fourth quarter against the wind where they got that field goal, uh, but it was only a 34-yard drive. Uh, but Drew Brown helping them to the victory. Brady Oliveira, 14 for 80. I, I'm trying to break it down in my mind. It feels like that was predominantly the first half, oddly enough, when you would think it's the second half where, where Just Brady... Just over five yards to carry. Yep. Yeah. Uh, had the 27-yarder, which was dynamite. Dalton Schoen, the leading receiver at three for 50. Kenny Lawler, two for 20. Dembski, three for 23. Rashid Bailey, as honestly, both offenses were were held down by the defense. 
maybe the conditions, whatever it was, both offenses were restricted tonight. Look at the flags now on the goalposts, not even fluttering. Absolutely no wind Come now on, in the down at field level. But, you know, the, the teams were happy to give away possession just to get the wind aided at their backs in the, in the second and the fourth quarters. Absolutely. Kyrie Wilson, five tackles. Adam Bighill as well. Evan Holm, four tackles and a knockdown. Jefferson had a pass knockdown, his 10th of the season. Demario Houston was the only touchdown of the game. And I screamed it at the time like a young boy who just got the best birthday gift ever. Uh, they needed that interception for a touchdown from Demario Houston. He could not have. T- I don't know what he did. We hope to ask him about it. It could not have come at a better time. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, Winnipeg put up 12 points offensively, right? That's, yep. That's four field goals is what they scored offensively. And uh, without that defensive pick six, they don't win this football game. So it's... Uh, think a little bit of a reality check on uh, you know what they have in, in terms of depth at quarterback I think you know it's clear to everybody after uh, you know the unfortunate circumstances that led to Zach Claris getting nicked up and and being forced out of that game and you know drew catching fire and and playing really well I think you uh, you see now you see Zach Claris's worth and value to to a football team right if he's a guy that can shake off the flow of a game at any moment, Zach Claris, right? If he's yep. a, if there's a guy that can rise to occasion and put you in a, in a situation to win a game at any moment, that's Zach Claris, right? And that that shows you the gap between him and and I'm not saying Drew, maybe one day Drew Brown can get there, but uh, you know, I think uh, a number of us, myself included, got carried away from what he did last week, and uh, you know, it, it just wasn't going to translate in this game. That's that's got how ways to go. That's how good last week's performance was, right? Jake Mayer uh, for the Calgary side, 11 of 24 for 190 and an interception. Big strikes for 45 and 31 and 46. That's 91, 122 yards on three passes. So the other three, he went eight of 21 for 68 yards because I I kind of don't know what Calgary's doing on offense. For the life of me, there were more deep shots than I than I expected, and they hit the Tommy Lee Lewis catch was fantastic. Bagleton had a big one. I I kind of don't I know. hated the pass interference call on Bagleton. Oh, the Evan Holm one. Yeah, the unnecessary roughness. It it just didn't make any sense. Bagleton's open down the middle. The ball's out of his reach. Holm no headshot. No headshot. He might have been a fraction of a tick of a click of a second late, but no, but not really. And I just don't know why O'Shea didn't challenge. So I, that doesn't make it any more valid. Just means they didn't feel like challenging would have worked there. I, I'm with you in that. I still don't, I still don't know why that's a penalty. Yeah. And jumping on Zach Kolaris' neck it's isn't a football. A it's a bang-bang play. It's a football play, though. You know, and it's uh, it's uh, needless overcorrection by the, the officiating tonight was also... I mean, this is a substandard game in terms of entertainment value and uh, official, officials and officiating went right hand in hand along with that. That's for sure. Cam Judge, eight tackles, was the leader for the Stamps. Uh, Titus Wall had a sack. Derek Wigan had a sack. And uh, Isaac Adeyami Berglund also credited with a sack in this one. The Bombers, 262 in offense. I'm going to guess that's their low output of the year. The Calgary Stampeders, 245 of offense. I'm going to guess that ranks pretty low for them as well. Final numbers are brought to you by JML Renovations. They don't just build a garage. They build your garage. Visit jmlrenovations.ca. It's 10.55. Let's take a break, and we'll go down to the locker room on the other side of said break. Bombers, a one-point winner to go to 8-2 and two on the season. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football at 680. CJOB. Listen to over 500 radio stations from anywhere in Canada with Radio Player Canada, the must-have app that's as Canadian as you are. Funny, well-informed, dominating the music scene at the gym or in the car. Enjoy every type of radio station anywhere, anytime. Listen through your phone, Sonos, Google Chromecast, Google Home, Amazon Echo, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto. Download the Radio Player Canada app today. 
It's where Canadian radio plays. Thinking about a new deck? Come in and try before you buy at Olympic Building Center. Experience so many different larger-than-life size options in our massive showroom today. Amazing! I can see exactly what all of my options would look like, even with the lights on at night. Come get inspired by Manitoba's largest indoor deck display, and you'll be spending the summer enjoying your new deck instead of building it. No appointment necessary. You're always welcome to try before you buy at Olympic Building Center. Get set to vote in the upcoming provincial election on October 3rd. Elections Manitoba officials will be visiting homes in some areas across the province until August 24th to help Manitobans register to vote. Being registered before the election makes voting faster, but you can also register at the poll when you vote. If you voted in a provincial election or by-election, you're already registered. It's easy to register online. Check, register, or update your information online at electionsmanitoba.ca. That's electionsmanitoba.ca. Hi, Munther from Food Fair. When was the last time you felt special in a grocery store? Self-scan, self-pay, self-bag, and prices are still going up. Kind of weird, don't you think? We believe in full service at Food Fair, keeping jobs in the community, and making every one of our customers feel special. That's what Food Fair is all about, full service all around. To our customers, thank you. If you haven't shopped at one of our stores, come discover what grocery shopping should be like. Food Fair. With five neighborhood family-owned locations. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The post-game show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Bombers moved to 8-2 in the season thanks to the 1918 win over the Calgary Stampeders. Let's go to the locker room and welcome in the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Uh, Mike, congratulations on the win and thank you for your time, sir. Yeah, thanks. How big a deal was the win? Yeah, it was it was big. You know, this is the I can't remember the last time. I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but uh, to not have the wind in the fourth, you you know, you gotta operate differently in the third, right? So, but we managed to move the ball out a couple times, and it was a bit of a field goal fest. So you can still get the ball out on the 40 as long as you're holding the field goals. You know, you're you got a chance to gain some instant field position. But uh, yeah, odd game, another one. Yeah, it really was. What's your assessment uh, on first glance of Drew Brown's performance tonight? Yeah, I mean, I thought Calgary's defense played well, right? Like, we, we, we had some decent production on first down, I thought, and then second and three, second and three, second and two, you know, we end up punting three times out of that. So that's um, that's just the way the game went. But I thought uh, at first glance, yeah, we had some decent production on first down. Uh, as Demario Houston raced into the end zone for the game's only touchdown, I jumped up screaming like a small school child. What was your reaction? Uh, honestly, <laughs> I wish it happened 10 seconds sooner so we had the wind on the kickoff. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I could, I could have thought is you had to kick off into the wind in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, but it, it worked out. We did okay. Yeah, Demario with his seventh interception of the season. I want to ask you, we were caught off guard by the Evan Holm penalty on Reggie Bagleton. I can't explain it. If, if you could expand on why what you can't explain about it, like why it was a penalty? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I I thought he had good position. He didn't. I I don't think he made any movement towards the receiver to hit him. It looks more to me like the receiver ran into him, and he just ran across. You know, but they said there was head contact, and I don't I don't know. I can't see it on a replay. Uh, once again, I'll have to wait for the league to come in and let me know what happened. You, you didn't feel confident enough to challenge that one. You can't challenge it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Okay, you're not allowed to challenge in that spot. Uh, yeah, you can challenge DPI, OPI, that, that kind of stuff. You, you are on quarterbacks, but I don't think you can challenge. Now per- you got me thinking, but no, uh, you can't challenge that. Is it, is it pretty rare, pretty unusual to uh, to pull off a victory with, with 12 points from your, from your offense? Um, well, our defense was playing very well. I mean, there was a blocked punt there, and they got three out of that. So other, other than that, you know, I thought our our defense held them down pretty damn good. It was a defensive uh, field Struggle. goal kicking game, right? I, both defenses played well, as as we knew they would. I mean, Calgary's a good football team. They're well coached. They fight. You know, they play hard every game. You know, there was a lot of questions about Calgary, and uh, my answer stayed the same. It's they're good. You know, the- they've been on the wrong end a few times and close ones, but they 
full marks. They they really made it tough on us. That that third and one play you guys had with two minutes and 47 seconds left. Yeah. Uh, were you guys trying to get uh, a, a cadence there no, to try and get no, them to go we offside? Or? To, no, no, no. We you I were going to we go gonna, for yeah, it with we Drew were, and Shotgun. Yeah, thought we were going to get it off. Oh wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. Unexpected. And then uh, coach. Uh, Sending out Dakota Prukop, third and two, deep in your own end yeah, at the end of the game. Like to one end and the game. Half. It was one and a half. We're going to punt into the wind. They're re- we're going to put them re- basically into field goal range with the punt, you know. So I, I've told our offensive line six years ago that we're going to have to ask you to get a yard, a yard and a half backed up, which, I, you know, that one doesn't even – doesn't even phase me. There's no second guessing that one. No, that's that's the only call in that spot because of the circumstance. Yeah. And, and Dakota, who who had fumbled the ball, uh, was a part of a what was a dynamite play that ended the game. That was a great job. Yep. Yeah. You you get that, and you're you're certainly you're taking knees. So it was it was good. They 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 got good push. Dakota got good push. It was a good way to finish. Uh, I take it you don't believe in the the cosmetic look of a win. A win is a win, no matter what it looks like right you get out of here with no, two points your backup yeah that was ugly but we can fix that in a couple of days you know there's lots to look at for sure but uh yeah. it's, it's harder to win too when your mvp franchise quarterback is not playing though, no right? we got we got enough horses and drew's a, a very good quarterback and the whole team rallies yeah we we didn't play our best Mike, thank you for your time. I appreciate you. Yep, thanks. He's the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Nice to have joined us in the post-game show. Uh, 1980. So they were going to go for it on third and one. Yeah, out of shotgun. Out of shotgun. with Out my- of shotgun. What yard line was the ball on there? I, I'm going to dig it up after we talk to uh, Demario Houston. Demario, congratulations on the win, sir, and thank you for your time. Thank you. I jumped up and screamed like a small school child when you picked off that pass and were open to the end zone. Thank you for making me do that. That was an incredible play. No problem, man. I appreciate the support. What were you seeing? What was your read on that play? Um, I knew I had a receiver to my side by himself, and the back was to me, and he flared. Went straight to the flat, so I just know, you know, that with film study, when you have a flat, more than likely it's going to be a curl by the receiver. So I just, you know, and just read it and just, you know, tried to make a play on it, which I did, and, you know, the rest is history. Just took it to the house. Well, and as Calgary defensive backs struggled to catch balls, you made a clean catch and took that one off. Yes, sir. Amazing. What, what's your feeling at time? Because at that time, this was a very tight football game with – field goals and your defense is holding them to field goals and their defense is doing the same you must have felt that was enormous yeah it definitely was it was a tight ball game and then i had just gave up a big play and uh the drive prior to that and you know like you said it was a tight ball game where it's just mainly field goals and so i just and for the defense we just wanted to make a play and you know i was able to make that play and you know Whenever the opportunity comes, I just try to take full advantage of it. Your defense, you guys as a defense, were able to control Calgary. It felt like pretty good in this game. They might get some yards, but, again, they're held to, to all those field goals. What was it about the defense tonight? Um, just to keep everything in front of us, stop the run, and just win first down. And when we win first down, then, you know, we have a, a high possibility, a high chance of uh, winning, winning the series. Yeah, you mentioned stopping the run. You guys hold Kadeem Carey and Dedrick Mills to 15 rushes for 51 yards. That is dynamite. Well, yeah, that's you know that's the goal for us um, to stop the run. Especially they have they have some great backs. So to limit them to what 51 yards, that's you know that's a that's a plus for us. And you know just trying to keep that ball rolling. I'm curious, you're on the sidelines as the the offense is going for it on third and one and a half yard lines, and if they don't get it. It's going to be a big trouble there at the end of the game. What are your emotions in that time? Um, I, I, I trust our team. I trust our offense. And, you know, I knew they were going to get it. Uh, I believe in our boys, our, our uh, offense. And I, I wasn't worried. I was, I was hoping, Doug Brown, were you holding your breath? I was holding my breath a little bit. A little bit concerned, but, you know. Uh, Demario, uh, overall, how do you feel leaving Calgary with the win in, a, in such a interesting i don't i don't know how to describe this football game interesting ugly defensive oriented kickers are the greatest how do you feel leaving with the win tonight um however you know it, it, some games are going to be ugly but as long as we get the win that's all that matters we went one and know this week that was the objective and you know i just want to thank god for you know putting me in the position to you know make plays 
to help my team win the ball game. And you absolutely did that tonight. Seven interceptions on the season now. Demario Houston, the league leader. Demario, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate you. No problem. Thank you. Demario Houston joining us in the post-game show. Film study. Uh, it's normally a curl. I not, not just watching Madden. <laughs> That's, okay, was that Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill. Of, of it, he says if, he doesn't watch film at all. He just goes on to Madden yeah, and, and says, uh, what's a guy's awareness? And learns about the defensive backs and their all their intangibles from what Madden, John Madden tells him. So, hey, it's uh, a good thing that Demario Houston does <laughs> study film. Whatever Tyreek Hill does, it's clearly working. It may work uh, better. Charles Roberts might have been able to do some stuff better. Whatever he was doing, he was ultimately pretty good. Uh, and thank you to Demario Houston for giving us some time. I cannot overemphasize how big a deal that touchdown was and how much I'm still kind of sweating him, kind of palpitating at the thoughts of they needed that because, because both, that both was, defense were turning each other away. That was more than 33% of their scoring today, right? It only had 19 hey. points. That was seven of it, right? Which one so, of us is the math guy? What's well, I'm just, I, I don't know what exact percentage <laughs> it is, but I know it's more than a third. Yeah. So more than a third of their points scored tonight came on a pick six. Uh, it's not every day that an offense, you were talking about the stats of the offense in the pregame show at the halfway point, And there were a lot of first place. Were they not in terms of what were they? What were they first in going into this game? They were number two in yards per. Oh, that's the defense. Pardon me, Doug Brown. Uh, they were number two in net yards, number two in pass yards per play, number two in rush yards per play, and, and to, number one had, in offensive points per game. And today they had four field goals. And today so. they had four field goals. And oh, by the way, the Bombers' rush defense, which came in six yards per play, number nine in the league, absolutely hammered. The, last year, they were the best running offense in the league by a good margin, and the Bombers' defense hammered them. Like, And that's, I mean, there's one of the pluses of having a, a truly great team is if the run game doesn't work, well, if the pass game doesn't work, we can win with the run game. If the run game doesn't work, we can win with the pass game. If nothing's working, we can win with the defense. If the defense isn't working, engineering grants in the game, we can win with the special teams. Like, they, they don't always get three-phase wins, but it feels like any one of those three phases could win the game if the other two aren't aren't operating. And that's it's kind of what we saw tonight, right? Yeah. Big play to Tommy Lee Lewis. Everything looks amazing for Calgary. Nope, you're not getting anything. Kick, go ahead and kick a field goal on us. Yeah, the defense was certainly the phase of the football team tonight that won this game. All right, let's go back down to the locker room and welcome in the quarterback, Drew Brown. Uh, Drew, congratulations on the win. Thank you for your time, sir. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling after a 19-18 win here in Calgary? Uh, it feels good to get a win. It was ugly, but, uh, you know, winning looks different uh, every week. You know, sometimes it's going for, you know, over 300 in the air. Uh, today it was going over 100 and change uh, on the ground, and that's it takes what it takes. We got a bunch of selfless guys in the locker room understand that teams are going to come out and try and take certain things away, and, uh, you know, it's kind of a whatever it takes to get a win mentality, which is uh, a joy to be around. What kind of coverage were you seeing down the field that the that the Stampeder defense was playing majority of? Um, there was a lot of variation of zone coverage. You know, I'm not going to get into specifics, but I think we maybe saw man uh, a few different times when we got into, you know, bigger personnels. Um, but I think they had, a, they had a really good plan on defense. Um, you know, obviously I haven't watched the tape yet, but, um, you know, hats off to them for making it hard on us um, to sustain drives. Yeah, Drew, it, it seemed the first couple of plays looked like, the first couple of run pass options looked like, oh, well, Drew feels pretty comfortable. What, was there, what did Calgary do after that? Did, did they make you feel uncomfortable at spots? Like their defense appeared to, to sharpen up, let's say. Yeah, I mean, I think that they did a they did a good job of adjusting uh, to what we were doing. Um, you know, I think uh, you saw a few times there where guys maybe would go with me, uh, and then Brady would be able to kind of pierce. Um, and then there were times where they'd go for Brady, and then we'd kick it out uh, on a BTL. Um, but you know, they they made a they made some good adjustments. Um, I'm, I'm pretty curious to see specifically, you know, what we can do moving forward to, to be able to 
adjust off what they adjust on because that, that's what it is, right? Um, but it was definitely a... How difficult were the wind conditions at field level? Uh, they weren't too bad. Um, I mean, they definitely played a factor um, in, you know, special teams and, and field position. Um, you know, but we don't... I don't necessarily think the players... Like, they, we got to know, okay, like, we're throwing into the wind, so, you know, be ready to stop, drop, and go up and make a play if the ball's in the air. Um, things like that, but we don't use it as an excuse or anything. It's it's kind of one of those things that you it's just you can't control it. You just deal with it, um, you know, and we go from there. Uh, Drew, just shy of the three-minute warning, you guys were set to go for it on third and one from your own 49. Uh, what ended up happening on that play? You guys take a time count. Yeah, they blew it in. So um, they blew it in, and we were trying to change personnels, um, which it happens. What was the play call on that when you were in shotgun? Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm assuming it was um, it was a, a run, obviously. I can't remember exactly. From the shotgun? I would, I would let Brady pound it from okay. there. Uh, okay. Oliveira looked pretty good. Uh, I, Drew, overall, how do you feel getting away with a 19-18 win? You guys moved to 8-2 and two on the season. Yeah, I mean, it sure feels like, you know, getting away with one is probably the proper way to put it. Um, you know, I think this team is, is really resilient. Um, find ways to win. Yeah, I think good teams find ways to win. Uh, and we're a good team. We're not where we need to be yet um but that's the beauty of the guys in the locker room and the coaches on the staff is we're not complacent we'll learn from it um and we just gotta we gotta look at the tape and 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 be honest with ourselves uh we did a lot of things really well um you know but there were aspects of it that we could we could improve on and i could improve on for sure so i'm gonna look at it you know with a critical eye and you know these these type of games are valuable you know it's it's probably a, it was kind of a frustrating uh, game from my perspective, but you know we did what we had to do uh, to win the game. And sometimes, you know, in talking to Zach, he's like, dude, sometimes it looks like that, you know. Um, and like always, he's been he's been such a good person to lean on uh, through these through these experiences. So I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful for everybody in this organization. Um, it's good to kind of learn from a win. Agreed. Agreed. Drew, thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. He is the the quarterback, Drew Brown, joining us in the post-game show following the Bombers' 19-18 win. Shotgun run on third and one. Yeah. There's there's initial... I remember... I'd have to dig it up, but I remember someone once asked me about that, and it's, it's converted... A lot of the time, too. There's not a substantial difference. It's just a kind of a different look. But I guess you're, I guess you're, well, you're not trying to save time, really, because there's three minutes left and you have the lead and you'd love the clock to keep running. So you're not afraid to move personnel in and out and put Prukop in there for the quarterback sneak. Interesting. There, there were more than a shotgun handoff in your own what yardage? Their own 49. On but that play? Okay. Brady gets ahead of steam. Right, and he gets a chance. And Brady, with a head of steam, would be intimidating. If if the right two blocks are made, Brady gets five yards. Right. If they're not, you're you're kind of pooched either way. It's interesting. But then there were more than a few interesting moments from uh, Buck Pierce and the play calling. Dakota Prukop randomly in on first downs, trying you know some run option stuff that and and looking bewildered and out of his league out there trying to do anything but he's like whoa i'm not under center here like it's it's like what am i doing way back here i I don't i don't know it looks like it was his first time taking a shotgun snap it was uh and it was more than one occasion right they had i mean and that's that's what you do is that claris is out so you got a a specialist that adds a running element to your offense so give him some more packages but yeah he uh, had the butterfingers or just couldn't get a handle on the football tonight yeah, I'd have to dig back exactly in, but I think the those two Prukop first downs ended in like second and ten and second and thirteen, right? That's and you're in the hole in a game in which points are critical and some conservatism and ultimately the the one call that was aggressive. You heard O'Shea talk about uh, going for it on third down deep in their own end late in the game. That there's no other call, and I I was glad he said it. I hope 
Hope he at no point thought we were critical of that because you can't this breeze. You just can't couldn't punt against it. So uh, props to the Bombers. They they won't all look like that and they won't all be super pretty. And they'll all count the same if you score more points than your opponent. 1918 is the final for the Bombers. We have the sounds of the game, the drive of the game, the hardest hit of the game, and plenty more coming up from McMahon Stadium in Calgary. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber football on 680 CJOB. The start. The reason why so many of us turn to walk-in clinics or ERs or urgent cares is because when you do phone your family doctor and you're not feeling well today, say Friday, they say, can you come in Monday? Or your next appointment's Tuesday or Wednesday. And you think, well, I want this looked at today. And that's not happening because the doctors are so busy. The start. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. Sounds of the game. Brought to you by Playnow.com. He took a brutal shot from the safety and held on instant field position. 25, 15, 10, Dolphins, Stone is going to score! Bet on blue at Playnow.com. Enjoy responsibly. Sunday, out with the old. Monday, in with the new. Take us for granted is Winnipeg's answer for adding that wow to your home reno. Add color and beauty to your home with a full display of quality-made area rugs. Tons of vinyl plank options in a variety of styles, plus custom-assembled quality pickup and takeaway vanity packages all inside their expanded showroom. Match your new vanity with the perfect granite quartz or marble countertop. Double wow. Take us for granted. Rock-solid service you can count on. Unit 3, 1201 Road. For the big jobs, like cleaning mud off your loader or backhoe, you need a hot seat pressure washer. Oh, yeah, that's working perfectly. Hot Sea Central has been helping businesses across Manitoba lease or buy the heavy-duty industrial pressure washers they need to get the job done. With in-house and mobile service, a full line of detergents, and tons of accessories. Plus, no job is too big for their turnkey trailer units. Hot Sea Central on Spears Road. Online at hotseamanitoba.com. They call it The Incident. It's talked about in hushed tones. Details change depending on who's doing the retelling, but the ending is always. And then the neighbors walked in and saw dad watching TV (laughs) in his tidy whities The incident could have been avoided with a call to Abundant Air. They'll make sure your HVAC system keeps dad cool and replace it with 24-7 emergency services available. Don't get caught in your tidy whities Hey, they were boxer briefs and they were blue. Call Abundant Air. Passionate about comfort. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The postgame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Second half of the Bomber season gets underway with Sergio Castillo's kickoff. And here we go. It's Tommy Lee Lewis driven to his left at the 16-yard line. Straight up field, 25-30. 35 cuts outside, tripped up and down. Johnny Augustine with the tackle, and Jake Mayer leads on the Calgary offense first and 10 from inside their own 40-yard line. This will be a passing down second and six from the Calgary 32. Four receivers to Drew Brown's right side. He's looking left. He wants left. He's going to gun it. Come back for Lawler, 25 caught. Trips up at the 23-yard line. He slipped away from Trey Roberson and Kenny Lawler with the Bombers first down. That's a nice comeback route. Kenny Lawler gets separation on the curl and uh, just loses his edge. As he as he turns up, he might have picked up another 10, if not more, in this impressive early drive. First drive by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Kunavanu motions left to right. Tight end to that left-hand side. Everybody coming to that right-hand side. And they will run it with Mills. Broke the first tackle. Evan Holm got it whacked by Brandon Alexander coming downhill at the 36-yard line. Ooh, Diedrich Mills can feel that one. High snap. Sheehan gets it down. Nicely done by him. And Castillo, it is up and through. So 12-18 to go here in the second quarter. It's now Winnipeg 6 and Calgary 6. Crosses body, sends it to the left and gets the bounce in front of Lewis who fields it at the 10. Beautifully done. And the coverage is terrific. He doesn't even get back to the 12-yard line. Kerfala Exume was the second man in there, but the first man needs some love because that was a heck of a tackle from the Bombers' coverage team. Very well done. And they've got Calgary in a deep hole. First and 10. Throws it. Picked off! Touchdown coming! Demario Houston! Read it like a book and he scores! Finally! With the wind! <laughs> Finally an explosive play. And if you can't score offensively, you might as well do it. 
with a pick six. Oh my goodness, Demario Houston like a book. He just took off sprinting and took it to the house. Yeah, from the 30 yard line. Three receivers right, fake it, Brown slant, Shone's got it, 20. Hit down at the 18 yard line. Brandon Dozier on the tackle, Dalton Schoen getting his third catch over 50 yards and it's another Bombers first down from the Calgary 24. From the Winnipeg 24, five-man rush. Mayer pressure immediately and Mayer is gonna go down. He was chased up into Jake Thomas. Kyrie Wilson there as well and it'll be second down. Greg McRae standing in the very back of the end zone. 102-yard missed field goal return in the first one. The kick for Paredes is up and it's wide to the right and short. McRae is going to try to bring it out. He will, five, and he'll be wrestled down at the seven-yard line. Paredes misses the field goal that would have given them the lead. McRae brings it out of the end zone with 1.45 to go. Bombers first and 10 from their own eight-yard line. The ball is at the 17-yard line. It is just inside the soccer penalty area. They need the 18-and-a-half-yard line. Dakota Prukop under center, third down. Prukop right side, pushing forward. He's got it easily. Easy conversion. And it's a first down for the Bombers with 56 seconds Ooh. to go. Mike O'Shea risks it for the biscuit. As they kneel down with zeros on the clock, or pardon me, with six on the clock, time will expire. And all the players are coming on the field. It feels like there should be one more kneel down as they did that literally with six on the clock, but it's over. There's nothing Calgary can do about it. And I can relax. With the Bombers, by the skin of their teeth, 1918, the final. Those words you speak are true. Sounds of the game, a Braden Nawasco production. Uh, that was weird at the end of the game. Um, one of the textures is saying, the Bombers might not have killed the clock correctly. It was third down when they took a knee. There's still six seconds on the clock. That's you heard it right there. That's that's what it. That's what we saw too. But everybody came on the field, and all of a sudden the game was over with 006 on the clock. It was, it was very strange. They let me pull up the playlist as we go here. They get the first down on the play. The Prukop sneak was with 59 on the clock. So. Two, four, six, at uh, 20 seconds a pop. They should have been able to kill it all off. But, yeah, something something weird happened at the end of the game, be it the timing, be it what they let the Bombers do. But, uh, yeah, anyway, the Bombers get away with the victory. Mike says, hey, DT, if Zach plays this game, they win by 21. That may not be too far from, uh, Very possible. from the truth. Uh, Dom Texas, hey, should we be concerned about our punting and our return game? It sure gives the other teams some solid field position. Uh, the coverage game, Tommy Lee Lewis had eight punt returns for 146 yards. 18 yards a pop is a great number for a returner. Uh, kickoffs, he returned three for 91 yards. 30 yards per, per return is a great number. And I, I don't know, should we be con- Tommy Lee Lewis was the star of this game for the Stamps. I Coverage is terrible, and okay. you don't have a returner without Janarian Grant. Okay, so <laughs> I need some better special teams players, and uh, there's no – I mean, the best thing that McRae did today was bring that ball to the end zone, right? That was a critical juncture of the game. He had to get it out, otherwise they're going to tie the game. They missed the field goal. He got it out. So, But he's not, he's not a returner. It's just not a natural – play for him you can see he's fighting it it's not it's uh it's just not a natural play for him it's not a not a natural position for him to be playing as a returner four returns for 26 yards means he's under seven yards per punt return like we said in the pregame show Janarian's career average is 13 one kickoff return that's for double. 17 yards exactly that's double the production from and, your full-time returner and the one where he he misjudged or got caught in the breeze or whatever that he fumbled Ended up being a no yards call, or else that was an absolute disaster. I think maybe I think maybe Hallett jumped on it, but that was a pending disaster. He's had trouble catching the ball. There's not much in the returns, and the Bombers have have an option, right? They could use Jamal Parker, put him on the roster, but then you lose McRae on offense. It's not a, it's you sat you would sacrifice to get somebody else in as a returner, and the answer is, please, Janarian Grant. 
get your ankle healthy as soon as possible. Yeah, that's that's the answer. McCray is an effective offensive weapon used on offense. So he's just not a returner. It's that's very obvious to everybody. Yeah, and uh, it's been, I believe it's now four games straight with McCray and yeah, the return game uh, and the coverage. I'd still like to see Trump. Johnny Augustine out there. Giant return. I don't know. I don't know how, how he is at fielding, but we know he can run. And then I just want to check on the punting because uh, Jamison Sheehan put one out, uh, put Tommy Lee Lewis out at the eight yard line. That was dynamite. He had a 30.4 yard net average today. I'd, I'd be curious how many of those were into the stiff breeze and were, how many were with that stiff breeze. And what was worse, punt protection or punt coverage tonight? Like they were both bad. One was blocked. The second one, Charlie Moore was this could far blocked, from blocking yeah. it. And what yeah. was blocked standing up? Yeah, describe describe that play. What, what yeah, you're I mean, normally you have guys that have to lay out to even have, you know, coming off the edge. They have to take a certain angle that even if they're fully extended and they're airborne and they're completely horizontal, they still don't get there. When you have someone that blocks a punt and they haven't left their feet that's a massive protection issue that needs to be addressed. The second blocked punt of the Bombers this season, and they were uh, hair's breadth away from a third one and a second one in this game. Yeah, they lost yeah. in two out of three phases tonight, right? I, I think Calgary played better offensively and on special teams, and the Bombers played better defensively. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah I, and I, they won. Because of that pick six. Because of pick six from Demario Houston. Let's do the drive of the game. It's brought to you by Chuds Chrysler and Power Sports. Take the relaxing drive out to Gimli to make your next automotive or Power Sports purchase. It'll be a game changer. Uh, to me, uh, I feel like it just absolutely positively has to be. Fourth quarter, 11:27. No, that ain't it. Fourth quarter, 6:54 to go. Uh, they start at the Calgary 40-yard line. Uh, no, pardon me. Uh, Doug, let me get this straight. Fourth quarter, I swear this is the one, 10.33 to go. Seven plays, 34 yards. They took the ball on their own 40. They got a field goal against the wind in the fourth quarter. And this, the wind's a big deal. They were able to, Brown had had struggles. Things didn't look great. And they were able to put some yards together. And points in the fourth quarter felt like a, a giant moment in this game for me. Points at a premium. Yep, so I agree with you. That is the drive of the game. It's brought to you by Chuds Chrysler and Power Sports. Take the relaxing drive out to Gimli to make your next automotive or Power Sports purchase. It'll be a game changer. The hardest hit of the game. Brought to you by Vernas Auto Body. For collision repairs, no one takes the ball and runs with it like Vernas Auto Body. And uh, Braden has the sound. If you run with the ball, you may find yourself running into one Brandon Alexander. Kunavanu motions left to right, tight end to that left-hand side. Everybody coming to that right-hand side, and they will run it with Mills. Broke the first tackle. Evan Holm got it whacked by Brandon Alexander coming downhill at the 36-yard line. Ooh, Diedrich Mills can feel that one. Uh, that was some strong run support. And, I mean, we talked about it in the fantasy segment. We talked about it in the lead-up to this. Calgary can can generally, last year they were absolutely super dominant running the football. Kadeem Carey's back. It's his third game back. He's going to get back on track. They hold Carey to 10 rushes for 28 yards and Diedrich Mills to five rushes for 23 yards. 15 running back carries for 51 yards is a tremendous performance from the Bombers That's defense. just over three yards a carry. Yeah. I got a grand, poto, uh, grand total of 3.8 points from Kadeem Carey in my fantasy <laughs> Three point eight from him and four points from Kenny Lawler. Well, Kerry Kerry had one reception, so you get a little extra point for that one, I believe. But uh, yeah, it was it was just such a bombers can't stop the run all year until they get here. Yeah, in Calgary, they're the worst against the run until they come to Calgary. And they still got dinged with big plays in this game and. Yeah. Eight and two, and the defense has some incredible numbers, but this is why I hold my breath about things because Demario makes the unbelievable play and then gets got by Tommy Lee Lewis. You heard him talk about it in the postgame show, and it's there's going to be drama in the final eight regular season games and the two-game run to the playoff with hosting the West Final and going to the Grey Cup because uh, nothing can be easy on us. They, nobody's thinking of the broadcasters, Doug. 
Nobody's thinking of us. Hardest hit of the game brought to you by Vernas Auto Body. For collision repairs, no one takes the ball and runs with it like Vernas Auto Body. How is the home penalty a penalty? Yeah, that was ridiculous. This is a football player. There was no helmet-to-helmet contact. The ball was arriving. He was defending. There was contact. That's the nature of the game. And if you're the if you're the back judge and you think there's head contact, I no one can overrule that. No one can. What are, I I just don't I just don't understand it. That seemed it. It's not that where he kind of veers into a guy and and hits him late. We've, I've seen that a zillion times, but that's not at all what Evan Holm did. Uh, the Bombers get bit by that one. They they get a couple of breaks as well from the Stampeders, and the Bombers pull away with a 19-18 win. We'll take a break. We'll give you our final thoughts on the other side and talk about a short week to host the second-best team in the East, the Montreal Alouettes. Princess Auto, Blue Bomber Football at 680 CJOB. A1 Environmental Services is keeping Manitoba's environment free of hazardous waste. For regular maintenance or emergency service, A1 Environmental Services is your first call for mobile high-pressure steam clean. Perfect for catchment basins, frozen sewer lines, flooded loading docks, crawl spaces, grease trap maintenance, or virtually anything that needs a good wash. If you have an emergency spill, A1 Environmental is there for you 24 hours a day. A1 Environmental Services. Family-owned and reducing waste since 1951. Visit A1 Environmental Westbrook Dental is now providing Botox for cosmetic and therapeutic treatments. Cosmetic injections include reducing fine facial lines and wrinkles. Therapeutic injections are used to relax the muscles that are responsible for clenching and grinding. Look good and feel good at Westbrook Dental. Call today at 204-633-6200 or email me at drhammondfacialaesthetics at gmail.com. It's just that easy. Westbrookdental.ca we cater to care. Hi, it's George Andrews from G.J. Andrews. Often you overlook some of your most important people, your customers. Whether you're the real estate agent that wants to say welcome to your new home or the accounting or law firm that wants to thank a good client for all their business, we can help you express yourself. Pass on your message and have it remembered with a gift basket from G.J. Andrews Food and Wine Shop. With the most diverse selection of products in the city, we offer the most unique gift bags and gift baskets. For any occasion, say it with style and taste. G.J. Andrews Food and Wine Shop, 384 Academy Road. We know good food and wine. In these difficult times, couples are discussing their final arrangements, and your spouse's wishes may surprise you. So start the conversation today with their free step-by-step guidebook and protect each other from uncertainty. Ask the professionals at Glen Eden Funeral Home and Cemetery for the Family Registry Estate Planner with your consultation by phone, online, or in person with safety measures in place. A message from Glen Eden Funeral Home and Cemetery. Visit them at glenedenmemorial.ca. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The postgame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. 11.34 in the PM, Bombers with a 19-18 win. Andy's on the text line. He says, Bombers basically clinch a home playoff game in the West. They're 8-2. Uh, Calgary has lost the season series to the Bombers. They have three wins. They would need to get the nine. Yeah, Th- so that ain't happening. They'll have at least second place, right? So they might not have the bye yet because that'll still be determined with uh, the play against BC. But they'll for sure at least have that home playoff game against the third place team. If you win one of the games against Sask, Labor Day Banjo Bowl, Sask would have to get the 10 wins. That's not happening. Stampeders aren't getting the nine wins. That's that's a good point, Andy. I had not thought of, uh, but the Bombers basically clinching a home playoff game. Alex says Evan Holm, very comfortable catching punts last year. Uh, that's a good point, And that's an easy switch on the roster. Holm had, he was four returns for 37 in the game he did. I think it was Hamilton last year, if I'm not mistaken. But that would be an easy way to make the switch and keep Greg McRae's contributions on offense. You know what coaches should have? A suggestion box. <laughs> where we can just drop little notes in, maybe some ideas. You you might be surprised to hear that when I suggest things to Coach O'Shea in the breaks in the coaches <laughs> show. It doesn't go over well. He's very polite, but I don't think I don't think he's taking them to uh He doesn't write them down? You don't see him write it down? No, he no, I, I think he down. only takes... yeah, no, he's not uh He rolls his eyes instead. He's a he's a great guy. Uh, they uh the coaches know what they're doing. The coaches fall in love with certain players is kind of my perception of, of uh how it goes. 
Bombers get away with a win. Eight and two on the season. BC will have to win to keep pace. Shorter turnaround Thursday game at home against the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, a Montreal team that didn't show much of anything in the game against the Bombers earlier. Bombers winning that 17-3 on a gross rainy night in Montreal. And Montreal going again with their second quarterback, Caleb Evans, as Cody Fajardo is dinged up. Another very winnable ball game, but one where they're you can't have this performance two weeks in a row from, from Winnipeg. Well, Zach needs to play as well. So hopefully that is the case. As uh, as one of the texters said, Mike said, if Zach played in this game, we win by 21. Mike, I, I have a tough time disagreeing with that. Uh, that is it for us from McMahon Stadium in Calgary. The Bombers get away with the victory. 19-18 the final thanks to Demario Houston's interception return for a touchdown and five field goals from Sergio Castillo and not to mention a great defensive performance for the entire crew. Doug Brown, Ed Tate, Ted Wyman, Marissa Turton, uh, Greg Mackling, Skylar Peters, Cam Poitras, Braden Nawasco, everybody who helps make this broadcast special. We appreciate you being with us. We hope you enjoyed the game. Though it may not have been the cleanest or nicest game in the world. The Bombers come away with the win, and we're all good with that. Thank you so much. This has been another edition of Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. Another one bites the dust, and another one gone, and another one gone. Another one bites the dust, hey, hey, gonna get you too. Another one bites the dust. Winnipeg Blue Bombers and 680 CJOB.